another edition of Geeks in Malaysia. I'm Amelia Chen. I'm Nick Dorian. And I'm Carolyn Bahan. Today we have a special guest, a homie of ours, a homie of mine, uh, the producer of my movie, Kick Flip. Uh, ladies and just gent- fucking hell. Introduce yourself, fucking. <laughs> hey, hi, my name is Saman. Um, I five. I'm a starving filmmaker. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've, done, I've done more crap films than I care uh, to do in my entire life. So yeah, here I am. And all your clients listening to this feel very happy. To hear. <laughs> Let us not name drop his company to save his life. But, but let's uh, and let's, livelihood. let's just give some background on what you do. What do you do, like uh, in this film industry, mm-hmm. local Malaysian film industry? Uh, for some reason nowadays, I'm stumped when anybody asks me that. Uh, mainly because uh, I, I, you know, it's a small industry. Yeah? Someone uh, does everything, right? Yeah. Um, and I've I've pretty much been taking care of. Uh, um, um, workflow, I guess. Workflow Producing? specialist in terms of technicalities. Oh. Fixing so other once, people's messes. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I supervise shoot up until it goes out in cinemas mm-hmm. uh, on the big screen. So I take care of the workflow, the technicalities. Uh, Nowadays, I've been producing more, so I'm hoping that that will be not on wood somewhere. So, you know, there's a wood here, okay. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, that That is my next step in life. All right. Nice. And for those who are listening, if you thought that we would be talking about movies, you're fucking wrong. Yes. <laughs> yes. So for weeks and weeks and weeks now, we've been asking people to, fi- like, you know, if anybody knows any local Trekkies, and today we are going to be talking about all things Star Trek. Yes. It's like, I had no idea that you were a Trekkie or Trekker. Which do you prefer? Um, okay. So a Trekkies are people who uh, would go the distance and get... Um, get the costume, uh, enjoy the uh, memorabilia, and all these things. Attrackers are someone who are intellectually um, stimulated by the Star Trek world. Ooh. Wow. I'm actually a we've, tracker. Ah. We've chosen the right person so to you talk Yes. So you yes. wouldn't so want... The semantics. You wouldn't want a Picard jumpsuit? Uh, <laughs> uh, the, which season? So I, I, fifth season wow. and above, yeah, I would. So specific, right? Now, and, and how many seasons of TNG are there? Seven, right? Seven. Okay. Yeah. So, like, I've noticed, like, most of the shows have seven seasons. When they read, started doing them again. Yep. Uh, original season had three. Yep. Enterprise had four. Because Enterprise didn't do very well. <laughs> and Discovery is third season's coming out next year. This Things year should be next Discovery year because I mean we're near the end year. of the year already. Yeah. And fair warning. If you're listening to this podcast and wondering, Nick's unusually quiet on this episode, it's because I have absolutely no idea. But you must have like, see, that's the thing, especially if you have no idea about Star Trek, there must be Star Trek related questions. You're like, what the fuck is up with this? (laughs) Mostly probably from the OG Star Trek. There you go. Because like, for those of you listening, like every fucking episode, I'd give an update. (laughs) Like I've just been on this crazy binge because I'm pretty sure Star Trek is going to leave Netflix because CBS is like, fuck you. So, uh, but then will they leave Netflix Asia? Ah. Ah. Who knows? Who yeah. Knows? Who knows? <laughs> because the animated OG series is already leaving this month. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, oh damn it. They should have caught up on that. Fuck. I know. That's why this month I'm like, oh, fuck, I better watch it before it's gone. Because I had no idea that that was canon. Oh. So I was like, okay, I'll check that out. Okay. Um, but yeah, so 
like I kept ask, we kept asking like is there anyone that we could you know that I could sit down and ask my stupid questions about Star Trek <laughs> then one day Amelia messaged me and was like you know Samad. who is a big fan and then when Samad, I, yeah, and have when you I told seen his Eva, lock screen when I told Eva <laughs> Eva was like you mean you didn't know he was a trekker I was like what do you mean have you noticed he gives the Vulcan salute every time he says hi I'm like he does <laughs> I just thought his fingers were fucked up <laughs> Oh yes, I do have a mutilated finger. There you go. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) But yeah, so now that we have someone, yes. Okay, (laughs) you you are the one with the most burning questions. Let's just take it. Like, how did you how did you get into the trek? Um, I I I I. So in in the nineties. Uh, we were staying in this haunted house. Um, wow, wow, that's a way to start a story. <laughs> All right, we're staying in a haunted house, and uh, just just for the sake of not being scared at night, we watch uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation. Uh-huh. So I grew up wanting to be Jean Luc Picard in uh, in comparison to everyone else who wants to be some who wants to be Batman or Superman. So yeah, that was my start, and the Next Generation is kind of my core. So every every trackers would have a core belief, uh, and they are, among ourselves we call it a computer core. So my wow. computer core is is actually TNG, not TOS. Have you ever met anyone whose core is Enterprise? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm. Um, might be me again later. <laughs> okay. About enterprise. You know when when someone started talking me. about like oh you grew up in a haunted house I thought like you grew up in a haunted house and for some reason they always turned the TV on and Star Trek was on so we just watched it. <laughs> <laughs> also this ghost is like I, I like this next generation. Engage. You know? <laughs> now every, everyone of everyone else fell asleep. My younger uh, my older brother fell asleep. What time was next gen uh, on over here? 10, 11 o'clock. Wow. What? Yep. On what channel? TV3. Ooh. And remember, remember uh, TV3. TV3 built a set and they had Malaysian crews. Huh? Uh, what? For real? Wait. No, no. Did you guys no, start looking it up? Start looking it up. No. Are you for real? No, seriously. Uh, in order to promote uh, the, the series, um, there is two, three minute segment of huh? introduction Malaysian Star Trek. Are you fucking wearing... kidding me? No, I'm not. Oh, we got to find this. Oh, my God. I'm not sure uh, if it's on YouTube if it's available someone must, have someone must have but, uploaded that shit man but I remember it distinctly because it made me believe that, that a Malaysian a nobody Malaysian can be a part of the a part of Starfleet I mean and which, 20 which, years later Michelle they went up Yoh. no yes. no not Michelle Yeoh. and 20 years later two Malaysians did go up to space and were confused as to where the Kiblet was <laughs> and, and the they boldly down. went where no Malayu has gone before. <laughs> and the desire to bring Roti Chanai to space. Uh, yes. Yes, although although we did we did have um the Science Center, remember? Yeah. Had like a oh, really yeah, yeah. good like Star Trek exhibit. Oh yes, yes. yes. Did you go to that? I went there ten times and I really? wow. spent more than a thousand ringgit. <laughs> Holy shit. No, I mean it was no, it was a really good exhibit. How like, many photos had... did you get on the chair? Oh yeah, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean they had the beam up room, yes. the, they had beam up room. The transport <laughs> room. Beam up room. room. <laughs> Jesus motherfucking Christ. I'd like it to be called the beam up room. <laughs> beam me up, Scotty. Did he actually? They didn't actually say that, right? No one actually said that. No yeah, one that said, beam me up, Scotty. No yeah. one. Yeah. So Have I don't know why it? it's in the lexicon. 
It's, yeah. it's the Mandela effect. Is that, oh, yes. right. is that the right? Have you seen please. the trailer for the Mandela? No, I haven't seen it. Holy shit, it sucks. <laughs> Judging from the thumbnail, I kind of guess. Oh, yeah, look, the, the thumbnail is terrible. awful. I can't or, find the Star Trek set though. No, it's, or, it's like nowhere. Or, or, you know, or if anyone's ever watched like the 2018 X-Files, the Mingdala effect. <laughs> what? <laughs> one episode with one character was this it's crazy character. Yeah. The Mingdala effect? Or Ming- Mingala or Ming- Mingala effect. I'm like, <laughs> what? Okay, then. But how anyway. Much, how much of this TV3 set do you remember? Was, was there a chair? Was it on point? It, uh, it, it's literally the Enterprise debris. So I'm, I'm not sure whether they actually um, um, like, sent it. wouldn't have it? been green screen back then. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, this was what? They, could, they, they probably had sent someone from Malaysia uh, from, from Media Prima or Wait, whoever to go to the actual bridge because it looks genuine I remember it being fucking lot probably probably back when we had good wow. reasonably good TV and this this is the, the, the captain is Melayu guy was it Mahathir Lokman? <laughs> not Mahathir Lokman I can't remember who that is but he was on that there were three segments there was uh, the introduction hey this is what the episode will be um, please enjoy and then wow. uh, the middle uh, we're going to stop for a break and then at the end we hope you enjoy please stay tuned for the next wow. episode wow they took effort to do this back in the back day back in the day no when TV we had this. money yeah. <laughs> yeah back in the day when we had money and TV3 Actually, did good content. Yes. Wow. I mean, really or, or they had money to do really good content. Sorry. Yes, they had money to do really good content. Well, it's, it's probably in the clause. Uh, in if you buy content from Paramount, maybe it's probably. It's either that, or do you think they were just like Malaysians won't understand Star Trek, so, they so need we got to explain this shit. Probably. This probably. is space. Pada episode ini ada makhluk asing dari Ferengi. Tapi bukan pulau Ferengi ya. Ada pulau ke? Ada is there a pulau Ferengi? Or is it Bukit? Batu. Batu Ferengi. It Penang. Batu. But anyway. Yes. Yes. So okay, I'm I'm so glad that we managed to find someone that we know. Close to home. Although this is the first time you're meeting him. Yes. Well, We've said hi before. I think must have. Yeah, was high by and then high by somewhere. One of you. Uh, bye, one time you, I'm at your place. Wicked, yeah. wicked. Um, because yeah, like as I was watching these episodes, like I'd be watching them, and then more and more questions would be popping up in my head. Some of them are legit questions. Some of them are really stupid questions. <laughs> okay. And I was like, if only there was one person I could ask for all of these on the podcast, as opposed to like looking up each one in a tidbit. Sure. So how how much of the entire Trek lore do you know? Because you mentioned that you don't watch Enterprise. Do you, do you, you don't watch Enterprise? Yes, I stopped after the second season. Fair enough. Okay. I trailed off and I went off on a different tangent. <laughs> um, and I blame Rick Berman uh, with the, the destruction of the Star Trek Good. universe. Um, Who's Rick Berman again? Yeah, before we get into that, oh. uh, all of my answers will will be from what I've read uh, by written by Michael and Dennis Okuda. He is considered the gatekeeper of Star Trek. Uh, he designed the GUI uh, mm. of uh, all of those famous L cars and oh, yeah. uh, all the panels and everything. He designed it, mm-hmm. and then he wrote a book called History of the Future. Um, and there's quite a bit of explanation in in the book. Mm. How far does the book go up to? Everyone looks at me like I'm crazy. No, <laughs> no, 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 
It's like, wow, this is impressive. It yes. covers. Dude, it's I only- have a blueprint book of Star Wars in French. Mm. He's got Star Wars Princess Journal. Yes. Yes. <laughs> which I have to crack open, which I really should. Yes. Uh, the book- Don't be reading my Princess Journal thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> the book covers um, um, Enterprise, TNG, original series, DS9, Voyager. Not Discovery. Okay. The Discovery is too new. But do you watch yeah. Discovery? Yes, I have. Okay. Uh, yeah. so he has thoughts. Yeah. He has so, thoughts. <laughs> we'll start from the start and take it away. My name is Simpson Bartholomew J. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yes. I don't Okay, so we'll start with the original series. So, like, watching it on Netflix. I've been watching, binge-watching all of these on Netflix. Dong, dong. Um, so I'd never seen the pilot, right? Until this time. The pilot had a completely different crew except for Spock. Yeah. Um, command, uh, Captain Pike, right? Yep. What's the deal with that? Like, they didn't pick up... Did they pick up the pilot? Did not pick up the pilot? They say, like, we want this, but kill everyone else? Like, what was that all about? Um, We'd rather have that guy from Twilight Zone who's like, there's a man on the wing of the plane! <laughs> <laughs> I, and a Canadian playing a Scotsman. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, they they shot a pilot. Actually, they shot two pilots. Uh, one, oh. oh. Yeah. One was uh, later was supposed to be a continuation of the five years uh, um, um, mission. Is that is titled Star Trek Phase Two, but uh, for some reason CBS did not pick it up. They shot a first pilot with Captain uh, Chris Pine. Captain Kirk. Pike. Jesus Christ I blame uh, Kirk Yeah I, I blame Chris Pine For me uh, oh. Not being able to recognize Chris uh, Pine and, Chris Pine and Christopher Pine Christopher Pine <laughs> <laughs> Anyway So uh, The first one uh, they, yeah, Christopher they, Pike And some chick And aliens with big heads Yes They, they ran it through uh, a, a test audience But they decided It wasn't appealing enough um, It was supposed the, the first officer uh, was supposed to uh, to be a female. Um, that's where number one came from. Ah. Number one came from the pilot being that, uh, and then uh, it was unbelievable for was a female to hold a high too position. Too futuristic for nineteen nineteen what nineteen seventies. And then, like decades later, Rebecca Romaine gets to be number one. <laughs> So they revamped uh, everything and in the end it ended up uh, being the original TOS mm. okay. crew members. So what, what was it about Spark that they were like, but keep that one? They wanted a Vulcan uh, uh, opposite contrast to what uh, a Vulcan is. They want someone logical, non-emotional, and they wanted a captain who's crazy emotional, who goes around saying that this is, yeah. this is the Bible, <laughs> everyone should live... <laughs> Remember this for when Kai talks about discovery. <laughs> so yeah, they 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 really want that because Vulcan being uh, non-emotional is something new uh, in in the world of uh, American uh, TV at that time. Okay, so as well then, as a black woman as their yes, linguistics officer, yes. which we'll get there. So like, so they replace. I mean, when I watched that episode, I, was like, I mean, the guy was serviceable. It was very sixty sci-fi, but wasn't very fleshed out like Discovery actually kind of made Pike cool but um so they replaced that with an incredibly like for okay so Star Trek like 
Enterprise's <laughs> five-year mission is to boldly go where no man has gone before, discover shit, chart it out, and the prime directive is don't fuck with people. <laughs> so. And then Kirk literally goes and fucks people. How the yeah. fuck did Captain Kirk become a captain? Like, he, like, he literally fucks with people like, oh, there's women here. You know? Like, what is the deal with that? Um, one, is there any backstory like, you know, like, did he bribe someone? Because you know? in the movies, they've done a different timeline where he's like, you know, accidental hero captain. Sure. But yeah, original series, like, how does someone like that become go that high up in command because it's the 70s and everybody and it's free 60s. swinging 60s. 60s it's the free sing, free swinging 60s maybe i don't know um the in the federation whoever joins the federation agrees that um a capital punishment will uh, no longer be accepted okay uh, so in throughout the federation there are only two uh crimes that will warrant a capital punishment that would be um Mutiny mm-hmm. and uh, breaking the prime directive, <laughs> which is not to interfere. <laughs> He's broken both those rules. <laughs> Wait, are we talking about um, OG or yeah, OG, OG. OG Kurt? He's broken both those rules. Uh, okay, so finding someone who will lead a five-year mission, deep space mission, mm-hmm. uh, into unknown territory is difficult. So the Federation have to accept any. Um, Flaws that <laughs> Captain Kirk <What>? displays uh, <laughs> during his mission. Okay. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! So there's a reason why Picard is his. Pr- um, they accept Captain Kirk <laughs> and all his flaws because who else is wanna, gonna gonna want to go out to space for five years? Yes, that is correct. Wow. What about the other captains then? They don't go out that far? They don't go out that far and they tend to stay within the Federation uh, Alpha Quadrant. So on the Enterprise, they allow cowboys? Mm. Uh, if, if you're willing to go out uh, for, for deep space mission, then yes. Hey, it's five years. It's good food. It's not like it's a same-sex crew. It's all good. <laughs> Everyone's wearing miniskirts. Aha! The ah, mi- ah yes. I remember that, yeah. So I know it was the 60s, but uh, please justify the female uniforms in original series. <laughs> well, uh, the inside of Federation uh, vessels, uh-huh. uh, they are... It's very cold? No. <laughs> very warm? They, they, they are, the temperature is being regulated by the internal uh, temperature uh, system. Life support system. Okay. And uh, they keep it at just the right condition. Yeah, but the men aren't wearing shorts. But you said some of the men were wearing skirts. No, in right? Next Gen. Next ah, Gen, not okay. in original series. Okay. So, yeah, what the <laughs> what's going on with that? I mean, it's hot. To me, like, original series outfit is, for the ladies, is the coolest uniform. Because after that, they're wearing pantsuits. But for a job, <laughs> which is five years, and a lot of sitting down and a lot of falling over, not very practical. Um, practicality has the definition of practicality has changed since the TOS era and also the next generation. <laughs> so, sorry, I'm going to raid your cupboards because I'm really hungry. Yeah, go ahead. There's there's biscuits and chips and things. 
Raid whatever the, you want. The okay. mashed potato clearly was not enough. Yeah, you should have had. Calculated my food intake. You should have had some of my chicken. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, wearing skirt um, seems to be like cool, efficient. Okay. <laughs> But efficiency has changed, so yes, <laughs> clearly. I started wearing jumpsuit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I've almost forgot what. Okay, ah, speaking of wardrobe. Because when I was started going on to like second season of original series, then I was starting to get really confused. Captain Kirk wears a bunch of different things, right? He's got his okay. regular. Is it gold or yellow? Outfit. I thought it was yellow. Was it yellow? Gold, actually. Gold? Oh, okay. and then sometimes he wears this green V-neck. Like, and then sometimes there's another out. Like, what's the deal? Everyone else seems to have to wear the same shit, but he gets to change clothes sometimes. What's that about? Actually, uh, comes back to efficiency. Um, <laughs> it's always in, about efficiency. Yeah. Um, in in TOS era, mm-hmm. uh, it's efficient for you to to wear certain clothing at a certain time at a certain function. The other guys didn't change. For a captain, your your uh, your responsibility of <laughs> changing clothing is also <laughs> very sits in a chair. Uh, like in, but for some reason, maybe a hundred years later, they figured out wearing a jumpsuit it pretty much goes with everything. So that's how <laughs> they've transitioned from that. Okay, swinging the chair, seat belts. Yep. The fuck. They are because even because even a hundred years later, Picard still doesn't have a seat belt. Nobody because has seat belts. Explanation. Um, Chris Pine version does. Oh, is it? Yeah, that they had true. that. <laughs> yeah, that's Abrams. Yeah. So that's uh, that's in the Kelvin timeline. Yeah. I, I can't comment on that. No, but, but in the OG timeline, prime timeline. Yep. Seatbelts. So every every vessel has something called inertia damping system mm. IDS, mm-hmm. where it uh, takes any inertia. Even those the acronyms. <laughs> of course. Uh, and and uh, soften that up. Um. So yeah, the the concept of IDS is supposed to be to be that. Hence, you don't need seatbelt. They fall over a lot, though. That those are unfortunate events, <laughs> which happens a lot because they're gonna die a lot. <laughs> every episode, that thing gets shaken the fuck up. Uh, yes, unfortunately, whoever was caring for the <laughs> IDS was not doing their job right. And should be reprimanded as soon as possible. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll, I'll buy it. <laughs> um, we talked about uh, Kirk's incessant fucking. <laughs> so, all humanoid aliens on M-class planets have vaginas and penises. Um, in or in, corresponding orifices. Yeah. Un- unfortunately, uh, well, I shouldn't say unfortunately, uh, but the, the the rule of thumb in our universe um, is that yes, there are only two gender, uh, whereas uh, species uh, eight five seven nine has five genders. Wait, who has five genders? Uh, that that species from f- fluidic space in Voyager. Ah, like the Borg are like oh shit. Okay. Yes. Um, they have five genders. So yeah, unfortunately, uh, in, in our universe, um, 
Yes, we only have two genders. Because Jean Roddenberry felt, um, let's just tackle the gender issues first before we tackle <laughs> sexuality. Yes. Okay. Gender and race issues first. Before um, the biological implications of having sex with another alien. <laughs> Are there any? Um, I mean, Spock's mom fucked a Vulcan. And they had a baby. And it was fine? No I mean, complications? Two humor, it's two humanoid races. Actually, the race, is, the race is a good point because even in like Mass Effect, that's an issue. Right? Like, it's an alien. Um, seems like, and this is, this is still, still uh, unproven, but humans have 23 uh, chromosomes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Now, according to Star Trek law, uh, if there is a buffer of three chromosomes on the left and the right, so meaning if there is an extra uh, 26, if there are 26 chromosomes, 23 plus 3, or 0 minus 3, there is a possibility that you some uh, conception might happen. They really thought about this. Wow. I love Trekkers. Okay. Um... <laughs> it's just all going to be Kai asking all these questions. Yeah, exactly. Because Weird I just accept questions. shit, and then this one doesn't know anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of Vulcans and sex, yes. Ponfa, the Vulcan puberty. You know about this? No. So it was in an episode of original series. And they did it again in uh, Search for Spark when Spark was like growing up again. So when a Vulcan goes through puberty. Um, they, they get really moody and pissed off and angry and shit and then they have to do battle for the loved one in an arranged marriage I think they did that also in Enterprise did they? did they do Ponfar in Enterprise? sorry yeah everything about that sentence was wrong I don't know that. I mean that's <laughs> from what I understood because I watched the episode Kirk and Bones are like hey Spock you okay? fuck Leave me alone! I'm going to my room. <laughs> I was like, "What?" So now give us the tracker explanation for Ponfar. And then, yes. like, um, what's that? That uh, Captain Kirk's ensign comes like, you know what? I made some soup because for some reason, season one, all the ladies want to fuck Spock. Like, it's insane. They all—it's like a challenge on the Enterprise. Like, yo, I'm a fuck a Vulcan, and he's always like, nope. So this girl like brings some spook soup. And shit like, oh, he likes Vulcan soup. And he's like, what the fuck is this shit? And chucks it out the room. <laughs> and he's like, Kirk, I need to go back to Vulcan. Like, but Spock, we need to go here. But I don't wanna! Then <laughs> they go to Vulcan, because apparently he's got an arranged marriage with this pretty hot Vulcan, who's like, um, you have to fight somebody. And Kirk's like, I'll fight him. And fight, fight, fight. And it turns out she wanted to fuck someone else. And Spock pops out of his puberty. So that's all wrong, is it? Because <laughs> that's, yes. that's what I understood in the 45 minutes. <laughs> so, Ponfa. Of the Ponfa episode. Ponfa is uh, as enlightened as the Vulcans are. Um, they still understand that with all this suppression comes um, explosion. When, okay. you, when, you, when you suppress something, it has to, has, uh, you have to have an outlet. outlet. Yeah. So before. Vulcans don't jack off? Uh, they don't. 
Oh, so, oh, oh, oh wait, God. that's actually in the book. Like Vulcans don't self pleasure. Yeah, they don't. Oh wow. Oh shit. <laughs> but but that this 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 uh, thing uh, will explode within seven Vulcan years. How long is a Vulcan year to human years? Same as human years. Oh, so one Vulcan but, year is one human year. Spock was like thirty something. No, uh, no. He's, Spock was hundred over. He was hundred over. By the time he was in, yeah. So uh, like, why was puberty so late as well? Uh, because of the uh, enlightenment, uh, they they um, age slower. Huh? Yes. Before yeah, let me answer the Ponfa first. Okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> so Ponfa, uh, it needs an outlet. So it is estimated that uh, Vulcan would need, by by seven years, they will go emo and they will need to to copulate with someone ASAP. Wait, so they they go to Ponfa every seven years? Yes. Wait, so at the age of seven, they're like, I want to fight and fuck. Correct. <laughs> what? That is correct. Uh, so, usually during Ponfa, you will travel back to Vulcan and they will lock up, uh, lock the door, um, and they do whatever they want. Nobody wants to know. <laughs> Wait! Whoa! For a very Whoa. advanced and logical society. Yep. Whoa, what? How long are they locked up? Uh, just a few days. <laughs> Wow. So, okay. um, in in Voyager, of course, you would imagine that this posed a challenge as uh, <laughs> yeah. for two for um, So, um, without going into details, uh, the EMH doctor managed to come up with a solution using his hollow emitters. Well, that's in Voyager. Well, what about Spark? And his I must fight Captain Kirk with sticks. Yes. Um, since the age of TOG, uh, TOS, um, up until um, TNG, there has been a change in Vulcan society. So they have, they no longer fight using uh, wrestling sticks. Yeah, they look uh, like American gladiators. <laughs> yeah, uh, it can be performed in other ways. Do they still, do they still have arranged marriages though? They do. Arranged marriage is arranged when you are a child. So what's up with that? Like they're supposed to be enlightened and like super intelligent and super technologically advanced, but they live on a fucking volcanic planet. You know, there's no cars and fucking sticks <laughs> and fires and candles and crystals and shit. I'm like, huh? Um, having beauty, beautiful planet. Um, is inefficient. <laughs> but then, having beauty in your home is okay? Yes. I mean, but... the haircuts and clothes are kind of ornate. Those work with uh, efficiency. <laughs> so it's really all about efficiency. Absolutely. I mean, if... Uh, which is why there was... Um, I can't remember which episode, but there was talk between Vulcan uh, Vulcan society the extreme ones to accept Borg assimilation what? oh because it's efficient? efficient efficient wow I guess that's logical I since, guess since you're the subject of Vulcans explain to me the Vulcan and Romulan divide because they're the same yes. genus they're the same essentially they are the same race what's that about? because yep. you got Vulcans you got Romulans one's like we're logical the other one's, one's on Vulcan like, and one is Romulus fuck you I'm gonna kill you and I like wolves <laughs> so 
the founder of uh, the Romulan people. Uh, his name is Romulus. Um, oh, really? <laughs> well, his name is Bob. <laughs> he uh, he disagreed with uh, the the founder of Vulcan culture. Was his name Vulcan? Shit, I can't remember his name. Ah. Um, Let me Google this. Jimmy Vulcan. Go on. <laughs> So uh, the founder of Vulcan said, "Look, we have to live logical. We cannot. Uh, um, we we have to do everything within reasons and stuff." So the other guy said, "No, screw this. Everything comes through chaos. Um, that's that's the whole order of life." Uh, so they decided to hop on a plane, uh, go to another planet, um, and yes, they found it. So Romulan. before logic, they were still they were just one people. And they were fucked up? Yes, they were pretty much like humans. Ah. Ah. So. Ah. One found religion. And the other one said, fuck religion. One found logic and the other one said, fuck everything. Um, In a way, yes. But um, Vulcans don't believe what they have founded is a religion. They are open to the idea of omnipotent beings <coughs> they're open to it they are open to it okay. but it is not something that is proven huh okay anything original series anything else original series before I go on to next gen um <laughs> ba-dum, 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 ba-dum. okay next gen is a hundred years after original series correct correct okay So, original series has no touch screen, right? Original series. Uh, there's no L cars, GUI, touch screen. Uh, there are tablets. Yeah, but we never get to see hold. a close up of the tablets. Yes, that's correct. So, was that touch screen? Uh, they were touch screens. Touch screen. Okay, so they did have touch screens. <laughs> All right, then. Fine. I'll get I mean, that. we have touch screens now. Yeah. I know, it's just. You know, discovery. The tech. We'll get to discovery after this. <laughs> so, next gen. Starting from the first episode, Q. Yeah. The fuck. No, I love Q. You love Q. I have very mixed feelings about this character. Q is this, the person who supplies guns to Bond. No, he's this <laughs> omnipotent, omnipotent being of a collective who just popped up in the first episode and said, "Hey, humans." You suck. Prove me wrong. Yeah, I know. Like in a life and death scenario where you might actually die. Yeah, when I watched when I rewatched TNG for the first time, like rewatched TNG from the first episode, I was and then because you know I've watched like subsequent TNGs and subsequent and Voyager and stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Q and Voyager. <laughs> um, like it totally threw me. I was like, wait, what? They had Q in the fucking first episode. This seems like. This right? seems like later episode shit, man. Like, like it's whoa. right off the bat. Yeah, like high stakes right off the bat. That was like amazing. But yeah, what is the deal with that creature? Is it a creature? Is it what? What the fuck is Q? Um, Q is is uh, an ancient race that has existed for a very long time. Uh, Does he actually look like that? No, no. Um, what do they actually look like? Yeah. Um. In order for them to appear to humans or any humanoid in their original form, will drive the P 
people seeing them as insane. So, but see, so, they could do. But you can see Cthulhu. Uh, and then you will go insane. Yeah, but you can yes. see him. Cthulhu is like, ooh. Yeah, then you'll go insane, just like Cthulhu. <laughs> so there is there is no verbal account of uh, what they look like uh, from sane people. But he's annoying as fuck. So like, what do insane people say that he looks like? Well, um, humans are uh, annoying to Vulcans. So in a way, that's... <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a vicious cycle where... <laughs> Uh, younger, younger. Wait, so does Spock human. annoy himself? Ooh, yeah, good question. Because <laughs> Vulcans are annoyed with humans, and he's half human, half Vulcan. Does he get annoyed with himself? Yes, he is annoyed with himself, uh, as portrayed in the Voyage Home, where the computer asks him a question: "How do you feel?" Um, yes, he is annoyed at his human side. So he'd rather be Vulcan. Yes, that is correct. Because hmm. that's considered to be um, superior. superior. Mm. But back to Q. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what are they? They're an ancient race. They're an ancient race, and uh, then they'll appear to they'll appear to whichever race that they present themselves with as another member of. They will look like the member of that race. Correct. What gives them the right to just pop up and be like, "Hey, humans, you guys suck." Um. Same same question has been uh, put forward uh, by the humans to the Vulcans. Hey, how 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 are you guys limiting our potential okay. to going to war? Um, so they they were seeing humans as as the Federation is is a first step to things that will happen that we un- unite the galaxy, right? So they were thinking that this could be a plague as bad as the Borg. Um, yes, human and uh, the the will to choose seems to be um, yeah a terrible. And then he fucks shit up by introducing humans to the Borg. He's he's just being a dickhead. How <laughs> <laughs> so can you imagine if you're an omnipotent, omniscient, and all knowing or whatever race, and then like you got these little things? They're just playing with us. They're almost godlike beings. They probably think humans are like. Yeah, like, but it's kind of like to play with. But it's kind of like going to a pond and look at all these happy fish. And now I'll bring an alligator. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> Not so happy now, aren't you? <laughs> That's fucked up. Well, to use um, um, Q's own analogy, the way that he looks at humans uh, in the universe is like him looking at an ant. Mm. Um. Ooh, I remember some original series shit now from the movies. Because I was just thinking about the shows, the movies. Okay. Why the fuck do Klingons think Shakespeare's Klingon? Um, those... Yeah, uh, you like this, Nick. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, what? Because there's a this? whole episode where, what's his name? Uh, fuck. Um, Worf? Uh, Undiscovered Country. Who okay. played the main Klingon? Fucking... Brr, actor! Who just kept quoting Shakespeare. <laughs> Fucking uh, <laughs> Let's slip the dogs of war Whatever yep. Yeah But yeah He's like You know Like Klingon's he's fucking Shakespeare never heard Shakespeare yeah. Until you've heard it In the original Klingon What? What's that all about? Yeah So um, There is There is A huge literature In uh, Kronos uh, The Klingon homeworld Uh huh um, Where Where The universal translator Cannot translate directly So they Would use the translation software to to find something that is equivalent to Earth translation, 
So Shakespeare is not really Shakespeare, but it's actually a Klingon name that has been translated into Shakespeare. Has been translated to, wait, to basic what? to English. Yeah. So wait, Shakespeare is Klingon. Uh, what? No. So basically, what it, he what he's saying is that there are these ancient playtexts by a Klingon version. But he's Kling- literally quoting Shakespeare, though. It's the the translator. Wait, so, so the translator was So the translator is... So there, wait, so you're saying there's like... Um, okay, let's say... Uh, eat, pray, love. The Klingon eat, pray, love. <laughs> right? But the translator can't translate it. Yep. And when it translates it... When it translates it, it becomes Macbeth. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> what? Wait, for real? <laughs> yes. So they're quoting a completely different play. Correct. But, but when they say it in English... It's Shakespeare. It's Shakespeare. Yes. Well, that's a stroke of luck, isn't it? Um... <laughs> <laughs> the Universal Translator has been worked on uh, extensively by the Federation. So, yes. That's the best they can do? That's unfortunately yeah. the best. I mean, can. no, but then the Universal Translator can translate all these Klingon words. Or at least, like, like, like the Bathlet. It's called the Bathlet, right? Like, all these Klingon terminologies. Like, they couldn't translate. Never mind. I don't, I don't, it just it's feels a show lazy thing. where this a translator is like, I, I can't fuck it. You know what? It's Coriolanus. There you go. That's what it is. Okay, get off my fucking back. Well, maybe maybe you no know, Shakespearean themes are universal. What do they need more RAM? Like what the universal. fuck? <laughs> For real? That's the reason? Yes, that is the reason. Did it translate any of the other texts into other shit? Like, oh, these great Klingon books by Benny Hill. <laughs> Most probably that they are. Um, you have not read the Twilight series until you've read it in its original Klingon. Yes, that is wow. the... Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> I did not think that, that was the reason. <laughs> oh my god, do you know then who would be the perfect person to ask about all of this? I want to see a Klingon go, I don't know how to quit you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but do you know who would be the perfect person to ask? Clem Fandango. <laughs> Oh boy, wow I did not th- Wow You did not oh, see that coming No No Wow <laughs> that, that is not I just thought I honestly thought Some Klingons In ancient times Got a couple of books And then translated it And then over time Just people forgot That it came from Earth Cause Yeah, when they said that And Kirk looks at everyone else like The fuck is he talking about I thought Wow <laughs> but if you really think about it, Kai, if Klingons came to Earth during the medieval times, the Elizabethan times, we'd all be gone by now. Maybe they just like theater. They like theatrics. We like the globe. <laughs> <laughs> and also to quote uh, from a preface uh, that Commander William Riker did in his um, encyclopedia, no, dictionary of Klingon words, okay. um, he says that the Universal Translator do. Uh, dumb down the violence that that the Klingon speaks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All yes. right. So the universal translator might not um, translate exactly. literally of okay. what you're saying. So basically, you're saying that whatever is translated is probably not what the Klingons really mean. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> Wait. So then, if they Sorry. if they translate it from English to Klingon, do they do they up the violence? Thousands of years later, and Google Translate still doesn't improve. Um, wow. M- most probably, I think so. 
Okay, so next gen. <laughs> wow, I did not see that coming. Um, so, would the timeline be correct that after Undiscovered Country events of basically Chernobyl on Klingon, uh, they're like, hey man, join the Federation? Or was Worf just a one-off? Is he the only Klingon? Um, he Because he's like a Klingon brought up by Russians. Which is weird. When you finally meet Cl- Worf's parents. <laughs> they're like, Russians? Yeah. Oh, my baby Worf, it's good to see you. Please have some potatoes. I, I, I was like, what? <laughs> Why does he have up. an American accent? I don't know. Yeah, what is up with that? And they're kind of dressed like pre-Soviet era Russians. I'm like, what's up with this? Wow. Yeah. Um, the Worf in Undiscovered Country is um, the, the ancestor to the TNG Worf. Oh shit, they explain it. Yes, they do explain it. I just thought there it was is, old. There is a blood connection. Uh, the uh. K- Colonel Worf, uh, unfortunately, was. Oh, was that the guy that was framed as a dickhead? Um, Colonel Worf is the guy who defended Kirk and. Um, yeah, but McCoy. like later on in the series, like Worf's like, oh, my family name is fucked up. Yeah, that's right. That's the that's same guy. Right. Same guy. Oh. Oh, the Worfs <laughs> have a history of going, look, the humans are cool. Yeah. Wait, so Worf's dad was a lawyer. <laughs> he was a public defender. He was, actually. Okay, but yeah, he's the, is he the only Klingon in Next Generation? Is he the only Klingon in the Federation? Um, he is the one and only. Because the other one, the one he has a bo- his baby mama, she's... Full Klingon. She, I mean, she's... She's Federation. No. No, she's... No. She's, she's not Federation. She's not Federation. Okay. Baby mama. Mm-hmm. She hot, but uh, well after after um um so the Klingons they were hostile towards the Federation, Federation. right? Um, and then Praxis, the Klingon moon exploded mm-hmm. because of over mining. Um, and it threatens to wipe out the entire race. Uh, um, within twenty years, so by then they had uh, evacuated the entire planet, and since then Klingon has been trying to keep a good relationship with the Federation just so that they don't get attacked by the Romulans. Wait, they're afraid of Romulans? They're afraid of Romulans more. Have than you the seen Federation. Romulans Bird of Prey? But you know, Klingon, plak tak, plak 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 plak. Well, the Romulans are, I believe, in chaos and violence in order to. <laughs> don't the Klingons? No, the, the Klingons believe in honor through blood. Okay, fair enough. Right? Yes, that's right. So, Klingons uh, always use this line, uh, Klingons have more honor than R- Romulans will ever have. Okay. Um, but, and would it be safe to say that Romulans are more technolog- technologically superior to Klingons? Because Klingons are actually not that technologically advanced. They got cloaking. Who invented cloaking, actually? Um, the Klingons and the Romulans, they used to work together on a cloaking. Uh, yeah, because the Romulans also have. Hmm. Um, they, they used to work together because they, they had the same ideals. Uh, then they discovered that um, a Romulan would not hesitate to stab you in the back, whereas Klingon would... <laughs> stab you in the front. <laughs> would stab you in the front. Uh, because and they have honor. Yes, they have honor. <laughs> so they, they used to have very good relationship and they wanted to take over the entire universe. Who? Romulans? Uh, Romulans and the Klingons. Oh, together, together, um, together, together, <laughs> and then they uh, they had a falling out. Um, and te- being whether Romulans are technologically superior, that is still a question mark. 
because uh, not much is known about the Romulan hmm. Star Empire uh, just because of the shroud of secrecy hmm. around it. Because I know it's called Klingon Bird of Prey. Yes. Their attack vessel. And but Romulans, Romulans are also called Bird of Prey, right? Uh, no. Romulan War Bird. There we go. So where did... So there are birds in space. <laughs> yes. Um, and <laughs> like there are birds in, on Klingon and Romulan. Yeah, for some reason, the Universal Translator translated. <laughs> oh, fuck's sake, there's no shit. There's no fucking cop out. Because we all speak basic. Fucking Universal yeah. Translator. Fine. Because, he, because fine. English is such a finite language, it is. I don't know why we're not all speaking Chinese. <laughs> okay, what is up with on uh, Next Gen's Enterprise, there are kids on it. Yes. The yeah, there's just kids running about. There's a school. Whereas Kirk's Enterprise, they were there to work. Yep. What's that about? Um, the era of Enterprise... <coughs> C? NX, uh, the experimental Enterprise, uh, NX-01 from Enterprise, up until Enterprise C, which was during the Federation Romulan War. Um, they were war... Uh, more of a warship than exploration ship. Um, Enterprise D, they move into an era of peace. They wanted to get back into exploring. Then, then they still have photons or beetles. Uh, for defend d- yourself. Yeah, for def- defenses purpose. Um, so Enterprise D, which is a galaxy class starship, is used as a, a ambassador. Uh, Thing going around, making friends, uh, not not showing the Federation <laughs> as um, an an army trying to conquer the universe. Yes, there's a lot of episodes of Next Generation. It's like, oh, it's a diplomat episode again. Yes, <laughs> it's constantly yeah. a diplomat episode. Um, unfortunately, we never get to see uh, Calypso uh, in action. What uh, is Calypso? Oh, yeah. So. Um, the galaxy class starship can break into three, not two. Oh, so that's the saucer Where's section. Where's the third bit? Yeah, uh, that's the drive uh, section. And underneath, just right underneath the bridge, uh, a small starship can come out of it. And uh, Picard had named it Calypso. Oh. <laughs> so what? That's, what? A, that's a that's a that's too joyous a name. But what what does what does the Calypso? What is the Calypso's capabilities? Boom, bam, bam, boom, bam, bam. That is the captain's personal craft, um, and it's high class. Um, it's only for highest uh, diplomats and um, so admirals. It's his private yacht, pretty much. Actually, okay. the, the the code name is Captain's Yacht. Why does it? So why doesn't he use it? Why does he always yeah. run around the shuttle? Well, he was he used it once in Star Trek Insurrection. Oh. Did he? I didn't see that. Did yep. He? Did he? Came underneath. Oh. Okay. Insurrection is one with Tom, Tom Hardy, right? No, that's Nemesis. Oh, there we go. Sorry. Insurrection with um, the native being ousted from their land. Huh? Never yeah. mind. I need uh, to rewatch all of these things. You need. I need to just watch it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next gen. What is up with... Uh, What's that fucking planet called? Rizal? Riza? Riza? Yes. Yeah, this pleasure planet. Yes. Wait, 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 what? Pleasure yeah. planet? So there's this planet where everyone's just walking around in thongs, ready to fuck at a moment's notice. 
At least that's how Next Gen presented it. When Enterprise presented it, it just looked like Ibiza. But, like, literally with villas and clubs and shit. But in Enterprise, yeah, right? But in in Next Gen, they just... And they're all white. (laughs) I was like, wow, this is a very white planet. All dressed in white and thongs and cloths and things. You know, and Picard just wants to go and read because he's dull like that. Whereas Riker's like, mm-hmm, let's go to Ryza and get it on. <laughs> what is up with that planet? Like, is that its pure existence? Did someone make it? Or is just this entire species was like, yo, let's bone. Um, Ryza does not have any active uh, inhabitants. Oh. Um, sentient um, uh, inhabitants, actually. Um, it's a deserted planet which low just looks very beautiful uh there were no human life forms uh, on the planet um so people just built a tourism industry on it yeah they did um so if <laughs> if, if you are stressed in the federation you either go to riser or you take the um the cruise uh from any starbase to riser which is equivalent to Spending time on Ryza. So, it's like hellism. <laughs> this is the club med planet. Yeah. <laughs> is that what it is? Uh, pretty much. <laughs> Ryza has some healing properties uh, in it, so which is why one of the reasons that... What, what healing properties? Like you go there, you come back refreshed. Uh, well, not... <laughs> <laughs> not not uh, physiologically healing, but rather, yes, you feel refreshed and stress-free. Come on. <laughs> That that is the abundance of uh, and and no one has to pay right because it's the future and <laughs> no, there's no money so who, you can just go there forever and just party. But who governs Risa then? Yeah, uh, Risa is being governed by its own um, bo- quote unquote board of directors. Um, so it is, is club it, <laughs> But is it under the federation? It is under Starfleet. It is not being managed by the Federation, but it is under the purview of the Federation. The purview? Purview. The purview. The purview is here. So, anyone can just go there and have a good time? Yes. Um, With no money, how do you book a hotel room? You you need to book in advance because they do have limited slots. (laughs) On (laughs) booking.com? Risabooking.com For all your pleasure needs. You don't pay, so how do people not just stay there indefinitely? Because people in the future have responsibilities and they have desire <laughs> to better, better themselves. And well, why doesn't a Ferengi just stay there indefinitely? They don't seem to be as responsible. Well, Ferengi is. They want to make money all the time. You can't make money on rice. Well, you can, but. They also like women oh. without clothes. They make a point about that a bit too much. Your women wear clothes. Like, yes. <laughs> they um, do. Yes, and uh, also before the male eat, the women would chew the food and then spit the food out for the male to eat. Frangies, right? Yeah, those That's are the frangies. They, they, they eat like baby birds? Yes. Ew. Uh, no, because the, the females need to chew the food to break the food down. They got sharp the teeth. Um, unfortunately, being a capitalistic um, life form, they that that has they didn't learn to chew. <laughs> yes, 
It is their culture. It is their culture. Okay. It is, it, so okay. the sharp teeth is just for ornamentation. But, okay. but uh, I'm I'm happy to report that uh, the the new uh, Grand Negus of Frangina is uh, a female. Oh, Ooh. Ooh, so they're, they're getting chew their food. They're getting progressive. <laughs> yes, uh, you you might know her, uh, Quark's mother. Quark's mom's the Grand Negus. Yes. Oh. Oh wow. Okay. Oh God, Quark's head is going to get even larger. Mm-hmm. His ego. It's growing. Uh, okay. Data. Yes. Can he take his dick off? <laughs> um, his, his body is... What's the word? Uh, interchangeable. Interchangeable. So, so he can, he's gender fluid. He's gender fluid. Um, and he was supposed to be asexual. That's Dr. N- uh, Nunain Sung's uh, desire for a better universe. But he keeps saying, like, I know how, to, like, I've been taught how to fuck. I know it. Yes. So, what? Huh? In order for him to blend into the, uh, <laughs> the humanoid world, um, that was built into his programming. Because Dr. Sung um, expected some resistance. To asexuality. Uh, to, to Android taking over. Um, but didn't he already see that with... Data's brother. Lore. Data has a twin brother who's a dick. <laughs> yeah, Lore. He's just an asshole. I Law is a... Failed experiment. It's a failed experiment, so cannot be used as a judge. Oh, so to combat that, teach him how to fuck. And do not give him an emotion chip. Yeah, Law has an emotion chip. Because Law has a... Law uh, has a <laughs> so with the emotion chip, he went, you know what? Fuck you guys. <laughs> Data does not have such emotions. Yet. When did Data get a cat and from where? Um, the cat was from one of his previous missions uh, while he was a cadet. Wait, um, the cat was always there? Was always there. And Picard has no issue with this feline just walking around. Because he's got issues with kids. I, w- I would imagine having a cat on a touchscreen-based spaceship. Because, <laughs> you know, she's t- she's wa- Gimme's walked on my iPad countless times to send emails to people that shouldn't <laughs> Um, Picard is very um, supportive of Data's desire to be more human. Uh, he has even uh, sat down and listened to Data uh, reading uh, the most bland poetry in the I've universe. Heard Data's poetry uh, is fucking shit. <laughs> Double standards. Yes, so uh, it rhymes. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, no, because it's like double standard on Picard's part. Like, he will tolerate Data's human. Yeah, but not Will when- Wheaton. Not Will Wheaton. Not the Mary Sue. Uh, Will Wheaton. Will. Will. <laughs> <laughs> yes, talk about what, Ensign what is, Crusher. What, what, is your, what, what are your views on the Mary Sue? Like, I would have thought that Will Wheaton was the character that kids could relate to if they were like, you know, hyper intelligent. Ooh, I'm like Crusher. I'm like Wesley Crusher. Yep. My mom makes me wear stupid sweaters as well. Well, um... Picard is a bit harsh on Will Wheaton because of what <laughs> that's it just that's yeah, it he's just a bit harsh <laughs> fucking hates him be- because of what could have been uh, Dr. Crusher and Captain Picard they were romantically involved way back in the days um, and then she married someone else and thanks to Picard the dude died uh, that is debatable. However, uh, however, uh, <laughs> will he literally went to a house and saw your husband's dead and it's my fault? 
Will Wheaton could have been Picard's uh, son. So she looks at Picard looks at Will Wheaton as uh, what could have been. So essentially, it's a you're not my dad situation. <laughs> uh, Picard tries not to be a father to anyone um, because fails miserably. Yes, uh, he is. He he's, his rendition of Ferrojaka towards children uh, as should not. Uh, it's quite chilly. It's quite okay, chilly. okay. <laughs> so Picard's lineage. He's French. Yes. Which I only figured out, like, even though his name is Jean-Luc Picard, I only figured out when Data started dissing the French language as a dead language. He got very <laughs> pissed off. I was like, oh, that's very French. But um, why is he so British for a Frenchman? <laughs> he drinks all grey tea. <laughs> he loves reading about Shakespeare. Universal trust. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, though he grew up in his vineyard in, yeah. um, in France... Uh, he spent most of his, his days in in London, and eventually to to San Francisco uh, for Starfleet Academy. So convenient. So yeah, because like when he met his brother, his brother's like really French. Yes, then he's a dick. <laughs> you know? Who's his brother? So, some Frenchman? No, no. What's the name? <laughs> Jean Pierre. <laughs> one of those something Pierre. Yes. Yeah. Oh, really? Something Pierre. Oh yes. Yeah. One of those very French, stereotypically French you know, name like, ever. He's on holiday after he became a Borg, and then the brother's like, oh, 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 you come back because uh, you want this and that. Uh, you want my wine. Fuck you. Jean-Luc Picard. But I will feed you anyway because we are French. <laughs> His name is Robert? Robert. Robert Pierre Picard? Sean, okay, wait. Okay. Okay. Yourself, then. All right, and why are they making wine when you don't have to pay for shit? Um, there is a quota that every uh, because the in the future the desire to better oneself is to hit a certain quota. Um, so they will produce a certain amount of uh, 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 wine and then give it just give it out without selling it. Or, the fuck? Yeah. Give it out to people or give it out to the federation? Give it out to people or federation whoever wants what? to take it. So, no. what do they get out of it? Just I made my quota. Yes, sense of fulfillment. There's a lot of work there, man. That was a pretty big vineyard. Yes, uh, the idea is very controversial. The idea of better bettering oneself is a controversial idea in our time. Current. Um, so yes. So are they commies? Did Bernie Sanders win and become a <laughs> socialist? Like economy? Like what's what's? Actually, that makes sense because actually communism only works in an affluent society. Yeah. I mean, are they technically communist, but Roddenberry's like, oh, it's a dirty word in America? Uh, possible. The only difference being um, they are open to the possibility of omnipotent being. Okay. What? Okay. Side track. So, Jean-Luc Picard's brother, mm-hmm. his name's just Robert. Mm-hmm. The wife is Marie. And son, Rene. So you've got Robert, Marie, and Rene. Robert. And oh, they, oh, it's Robert. <laughs> <laughs> and Marie. <laughs> and then they died off screen in generations, didn't they? Yes, they... He just gets a message. But one interesting side note, because I saw Jean-Luc yeah. Picard about... Uh, initially, Gene Roddenberry did not want to cast Patrick Stewart as Picard. 
since he had envisioned an actor who was masculine, virile, and had a lot of hair. <laughs> um, and so basically, he wanted Jonathan Freaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty, pretty much. much. Jonathan Freaks. <laughs> pretty much. Um, the uh, a reporter asked um, Patrick Stewart, Hey, uh, in the future, don't they, uh, they have cure for male p- pattern baldness? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So, oh my god. And, and what did he say to that? Gene Roddenberry, being being uh, visionary, uh, he said his answer was, uh, "In the future, people don't care whether you have male pattern baldness." Ah, because not vain. Huh? <laughs> so in in the future, the acceptance of. Uh, each uh, a person's body uh, is something new as well. Okay, also in next gen, because one thing I noticed in the first app, Bones next is in gen. it. Yes. What? Yeah, Bones is in it. He's Bones. old as fuck. But Bones is in it with a lot of old man prosthetic makeup as Data's helping him to a shuttle. Are they trying to like tie in? I don't know, but... You can just live that long? Um, in the future, yes. Uh, and especially Dr. McCoy being a medical doctor. Um, he jacked s- himself up. <laughs> he somehow managed to... Um, preserve himself? Preserve himself. Okay. Fair Speaking enough. of getting older, when I, I finally figured out a question I could ask. Well, Yay! So, in the Star Trek movies, Spock died, right? That is right. But he, they, they shot his body onto a planet that was growing and he grew. Yeah. Is that the explanation for J.J. Abrams for Spock coming back? What? As in like... No, because... Yeah. Nimoy Spock. Because in Search for die? Spock... Yeah, he died in Wrath of Khan and then in Search for Spock, he grew again. Oh, is uh, it? Oh. And he just continued on from where he left off because they managed to grab him just as he grew to the right age of Leonard Nimoy. So... <laughs> Okay. Why? <laughs> and that's why there's that Spock in a different timey wimey. So Spock's a tree. What? A what? Because he just goes to another planet and grows. Kind uh, of. Well, uh, yes. Yeah, the yes, Genesis Trekker. Project. Yeah, technically it is not a planet. Uh, it is a field experiment as well. Um, well uh, field experiments in the Federation. <laughs> Unfortunately, due to a chain of events, um, Spock died. And uh, instead of uh, properly burying Spock, sending it back to Vulcan, uh, the crew of the (laughs) Enterprise decided to to, uh, put his body on on an experimental planet which was created through uh, with an experimental photon torpedoes. (laughs) Now... Uh, due to the experiment, uh, the the growth of the planet uh, was was enhanced greatly. The speed of the growth, um, and Spock being there, kind of caused him to reborn and regrow, being into a certain age. Now this poses a paradox as to okay, so the body is there. Yeah, what exactly. About, what about the mind? So uh, before Spock died. Oh yes, um, he, he mind mel uh, with with <laughs> Doctor McCoy and left all of his knowledge and all of his mind into Doctor McCoy. So basically, That's he convenient. transferred his katra over to bones. Yes, that is correct. He went remember. 
So once they've retrieved Spock from the planet, uh, once they've taken him off the planet, then the growth stopped. Um, they took the body back to Vulcan and then they transferred the Katra back from Dr. McCoy into Mr. Spock. Wow. Yes. Wow. <laughs> you're, like, you're, you're, like, you're like, this is a science fiction show, not a fantasy show, right? I mean, in comic books, they do it all the time. Yeah. That is true, yeah. <laughs> <coughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Pick a question. So, um... We were talking about uh, Wesley Crusher earlier. So, uh, so in the episode where the Enterprise and Wesley Crusher go visit Native American Indians, Native Americans, which they keep calling Indians, which I thought was pretty racist. When was this episode? Nineties, uh, early nineties. So it was, but they were trying to be progressive by saying because basically there's a planet full of Native Americans. Yeah, right. Because um, they wanted like fuck Earth and fuck the white man. So they got their own planet, and the Enterprise comes out. Like the, uh, Picard gets a call from uh, the Federation saying, "You got to move these Indians." Like literally, like you got to move these Indians off the reservation <laughs> because. Uh, so very much what America is doing. It? Yeah, borderlines <laughs> between the Federation and the Cardassians. Oh, the fucking Cardassians! <laughs> you know, so like, no, we got to move them out, and Picard's like. Uh, Admiral, you do realize as a white man telling a bunch of Native Americans <laughs> to get off the land, it's a bit <laughs> fucked up. And I was like, I know, but, um, hey! Wow. <laughs> so, um, first off, how, what, these Native Americans were just, what? And then secondly, so Will Wheaton goes on a fucking spirit quest with a Native American who turns out to be the traveler and then oh and then he be- oh, goes oh, oh, into space arc. and becomes a traveling tra- what yes unfortunately <laughs> it's, it's always unfortunately yes unfortunately um what was that about this this mission um is very similar to the mission in Star Trek Insurrection where yes. a group of people who are on the land for very long time is being moved out um, due to political reasoning. Uh, and Picard had very vastly different approach uh, where in the first mission, um, he, he wanted to stick with the Federation ideals. He, wanted, he believed in the idea of the Federation enough to be able to move these Indians out just, just to, make, to ensure that the Federation will thrive. There's no more issue with the Cardassians and stuff. However, in insurrection, uh, he decided to use force to fight for yeah. the people, uh, and and uh, the only the only uh, went a bit factor with that one. <laughs> yeah, the only factor that I could think of between these two is because uh, on the insurrection planet, uh, there was a, a very beautiful mid-aged woman. Yes. Um, so what did he, say? Kirk on it? he really went Kirk on it. <laughs> yes. Um, so. If if there was a Pocahontas on the planet, <laughs> it would probably appeal to Captain Picard more. He was a John Smith. Mm-hmm. Hmm. No. Yeah, so explain the Traveler. Yes. Me. What the fuck is that guy with the weird nose and pale skin? Um, The Traveler. Who is this Traveler? The- this is dude who's like, ooh, I can travel. And Will Wheaton will one day travel too. Because he's the next Traveler. 
And he said that in season one. Then season seven, hey, Will Wheaton, you're older now. Let's go traveling, man. Oh my god, he does look. <laughs> what the fuck is this? I told you. I told you. Uh. The traveler is equivalent to the watcher in the Marvel universe. He watches <laughs> events. So he basically said, hey, Will Wheaton, with your time stoppy powers, come with me and let's watch people? Yes, that's correct. Wait, why does Will Wheaton have time stoppy powers? Because only for about a season or two. Okay. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> that the, uh, the the traveler. Uh, there there are mysteries uh, around the traveler, <laughs> and very few um, uh, records have been kept regarding the traveler. Even less than Bob Q. Fair <laughs> enough. Severely less. How 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 far did you get into Voyager, Kai? Not far. I'll get into DS9 first. Very quickly. DS9. Yes. How big is that space station? The space station is uh, 900 meters in diameter. Whoa. Why does the promenade look so small? <laughs> uh, it the- looks like there's only Quark's Bar and Casino and, and the, the Cardassian Taylor. <laughs> The, like that feels like the only two fucking shops on that entire thing. Yeah, the promenade is actually on street food. Uh, actually, five levels, but because we're always seeing the top, <laughs> top right level, which which has the view, so we've never gotten into the other levels. Okay, because they're not as interesting as. Did did Nog become full Starfleet? He has become a full member. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. Nog. Uh, Quark's nephew. Quark's nephew. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, is that war settled? Did they settle it by the Which end? Because I didn't watch it. Which war? Which war? Like, what was the planet they were circling? Um, uh, fucking. Is the Cardassians versus the 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 Bajorans? Bajorans. Yeah. Everyone cool? Are the Bajorans chill by the end of it? Uh, no, oh. they are still. I mean, they have signed a peace treaty just because so that they can join the federation. Uh, but the animosity between the federation, uh, the Bajorans and the Cardassians is all time high, and thankfully because of the um, the Dominion War, Cardassian is in ruins economically. So they will have to uh, uh, rely very highly on the Bajorans. Okay, and then. Um That uh, time warp, black hole, spooky god creature memory things. What's the deal with that? The people that, for some reason, only want to talk to Cisco in that in that black hole. Yeah, DS Nine is a space opera of all of the Star Treks. Imagine yeah. like Babylon Five. Like every few seasons, there's a huge, gigantic war, and they have to find no, just bigger and bigger and better and crazier. Like people, kind of just said Cisco, Cisco, and I'm like, not that Cisco. No, right? no, 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 it's no, not no, like no, 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 no. Yeah, why do they only talk to Cisco? Yes, may I ask what is what is to everyone? What is the closest? Um, What is the best way to get to point A to point B? Ways. Wormhole. <laughs> yeah, the wormhole people. Yes. Yep. Um, to get to point A, the to point B, uh, the 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 closest distance is at zero kilometer. Okay. 
So what that means is is that within uh, within that small space between me and you, there are a whole of lot of other universes that exist, but we cannot see it because of our severely limited human brain. Okay. Uh, so inside this wormhole that is near Deep Space Nine, uh, the wormhole is a manifestation of an ancient being uh, in our universe. Uh, they manifest in our universe through the wormhole. Okay. Now, um, the, the only reason that they... And they, these figures are looked upon as gods by the Bajorans. Yeah. Because once in a while, they will send streets of light uh, to Bajor and send messages from the sky. The reason because uh, they only speak to Cisco is because... Um, they were waiting for a black man for so long. <laughs> the Bajorans are all so pale. That... Be- and also because they uh, save Cisco from death uh, in the future. So the concept of future is the beings. Concept of future is the beings past. Does that make sense? No, but <laughs> fuck. My 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 interpretation <laughs> would be ripples through time and space. Uh, the 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 ancient being does not have the concept of, of linear time, time of linear time. So which is why uh, Cisco always use baseball. No, I got that. I understood that. Like, because they're always like, "The fuck you mean time?" What I'm curious is like, they don't speak to anyone else, only Cisco. Because they saved Cisco, so they have a connection to him. They didn't meet anyone else and no. have a meaningful conversation with. Not within the entire millennia of life? Not saving somebody's life. Okay. Not, maybe, yeah, maybe not a di- direct and impactful connection to somebody. Okay. Or, or at least maybe just in this show. Fair enough. Maybe in this time frame. It, maybe they save someone from Bajor and that's why they, they talk to Bajor. Well, then again, they do not have concept of um, past, present, future. So maybe say- saving Cisco was a millennia ago instead of... Okay. The future. Um, why does Dax change in the last season? Yeah, so Terry Farrell wanted uh, bigger roles in her life. So she quit DS9 to uh, join um, Becker, the spin off of uh, Cheers. Well, that proved successful. <laughs> Wait, no, but didn't they change the actress for Dax yeah. even earlier than that as well? No. no. She, she was, was there from one to six, married Worf. And had violent sex with him. <laughs> she like was violent sex. She was doing two shows at the same time, and she didn't want to to do two shows. At so the was same she time. doing Becca whilst doing? Yes. Stuff? Oh, so okay. she chose Becca. She chose uh-huh. the one with less makeup. She chose Becca, and uh, I think two seasons in uh, they, they got canceled. Yeah. <laughs> not, not only they got canceled, but they replaced her. Oh shit! Oh, oh shit! She was my favorite character. Now that you mention yeah. it. So Zia Dax. She, she was cool. the most interesting as well because she had uh, a parasite inside of her. And she was hot. It is an interesting take uh, with Ezri Dax, but Ezri is... Mm. Ez- Sampai. Ezri? The, oh, the final season Dax. Yeah. Um, and then just moving straight along, uh, Voyager. <laughs> Jacote. They get home. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Okay, fair enough. Uh- <laughs> in, in the most, no, in the most, in the most like Deus ex- Literally almost Deus Ex Machina. 
I, I don't think okay I saw a few it's fine it's fine Jerry Ryan all good just I don't think I could have sat through seven seasons of we're almost home 45 minutes later we're not home but we will be <laughs> yeah they do that way too that often that was getting fucking tired like like they were like oh it's a, it's a lead for us to get home and then it doesn't pan out and then the only person that can save them is Murdoch from the A-Team literally Murdoch from the A-Team is in the Star Trek universe what? like legit Murdoch back to Murdoch the but, actor who played Murdoch oh, in the original not, A-Team not the no, character no, not Murdoch. Murdoch that's why I'm like wait hold up A-Team is canon to Star Trek wait who does he wait what he's the guy who's like I like to spend my time in the holodeck beating up Riker and fucking uh, Deanna Troy and I, I don't want to be on transporters I can't remember never mind yeah that dude um, the final episode uh, is final episode of Voyager is, uh, has divided um, <laughs> the trackers um, um, world so right. Deuce X time machine it's, it's oh, insane <laughs> after seven seasons as a time machine I mean, couldn't Kirk just come and save them since he loves to break that rule so much? I... Hey, we just picked up some whales. Do you want to ride along? <laughs> well, they wanted to show Captain Janeway where she would be 20 years from now and living with the regret of uh, um, people, a lot of people dying uh, along, the way. along the way. So she went back in time to fuck's sake. give them... Yeah, I'm glad I didn't watch it. Technology and also the capability to go into trans warp. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, no. Although yeah, it still doesn't sound as terrible as the last episode of Enterprise. I'll get to that. Okay. But, oh, yeah, because Kess only sent them that far into, that far away from the Delta Quadrant, right? Because <laughs> there, was, there was that whole thing when Kess became omnipotent and then she just pushed them God knows how far away. Yes. Right? And uh, quite a bit of that happened throughout the series. <sighs> Uh, Kess should have been treated better. Yes. Ooh, actually, ah, now I remember there was a Voyager question. So in Next Gen, there's an episode where they visit Will Wheaton uh, in Starfleet because they did a thing like, ooh, we're going to fly, and someone died. A student died. Yep. Right? Now, um, the dude that was leading that squadron yeah. is the same actor in Voyager. Are they the same character? Um... So, in the next generation, when uh, Wesley Crusher was uh, in his final years, one of the things that he had to do was um, pilot a shuttle. Um, him and his squadron wanted to impress people by doing something called Cobalt Starburst. Um, by by seven, five or seven sh- uh, ships like coming together. Ships, they shoot out their fuel, it blows up. And, and then it went, it went all wrong. So... Um, <laughs> Which you can imagine. <laughs> yep. And everyone was trying to cover it up as, as an accident. Um, it, it basically becomes a few good men. <laughs> it's a few good men episode. So the two survivors, uh, Wesley Crusher and uh, the actor who played uh, Lieutenant Paris in mm. Voyager. Ah! So he's not Paris in Next Gen, right? Um, on paper, it was supposed to be the same character, but Voyager did not want to pay residual IP rights. What do you mean? To the, uh, the creator was created by the writers uh, of TNG, and if Voyager wants to use that character, they have to pay for licensing oh, that character. Wow. 
Wait, but they're writers for Next Gen, so the IP would belong to Roddenberry's estate, right? Um, not just Roddenberry and also uh, Paramount. Uh, it gets complicated. The Star Trek writes. Wow. wow. So wow. They, they, they negotiated, but in the end, they decided, no, it's too much trouble. But the guy was already cast, so they just changed his name? Yes. <laughs> Yes. Wow, that's okay. Fine, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Moving on, Enterprise. Yep. Uh, what was the last episode? So Phil Collins, the fuck. Phil, oh. it's been a long. Wait, world. Phil Collins or Rod Stewart? Uh, sorry, Rod Stewart. Yeah, that's Rod Stewart. what I was like. Rod Stewart. What the fuck? Rod Stewart being sung by an opera singer. What the fuck? For a moment, I was like, wait, Phil Collins is in. <laughs> yeah, Phil Collins is the alien known as Genesis. <laughs> Um, Star Trek Enterprise uh, started off uh, with having to live up to the expectation of the next generation. Yeah. Um, Voyager DS9. Um, so they wanted to make it as different as possible. Which is why uh, <laughs> there's a lot of nudity in it. Yeah. Um, there's there's, uh, there's violence. A little about yeah, a little about to go wow wow. There's a Texas guy in it. <laughs> which, I like Trip. Hey, Bones is southern. Not as thick as uh, the other guy. Yeah, yes. not, as, not as thick as Trip. I like um, Trip. So they really wanted to brand themselves very different from uh, what has been established. So the straightforward way is to have a vocal in the. And that's opening. what they chose to be different. Um, the the difference the as is as reflected by the last episode, which is uh, uh, what I can't remember if I watched it. What? The last episode, everything looks like an episode of Enterprise, and then Riker goes freeze program. I'm on the holodeck. Ah, I remember that. Out how to sort something out, and Diana Troy says, "Well, look at the events of this." crew and then maybe you'll figure out the answer I remember this as now. opposed to just telling him you know maybe you should do this <laughs> um, like what does she get paid by the hour or some shit I, thought, <laughs> I know she's a counsel what the fuck I thought they were married yeah <laughs> <laughs> the temporal the whole temporal cold war is interesting but unfortunately it's not enough right what Intellectually, it's not enough. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. In the end, it became just another beat em up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Temple Cold War could have been handled yeah, so but much dude, better. Giving them a last episode where it's not their last. I know. Episode, oh, I remember this now. It was like episode. what the fuck. It's it's kind of mean to the cast. Yeah. To me, like your last episode. It's not even yours. Yeah, you are a hologram projection on a different show. On oh, next gen. that's oh, yeah. yeah. So I remember this the, now. It's on the Enterprise of Next Generation, uh-huh. and Riker's just watching the events of the Enterprise. It was like yeah. I remember off. this now. I remember this going like, "What the like, fuck?" You as Scott Bakula, the lead of this show, you don't even get to be in the last shot. So the last shot was Riker. Yeah, was Riker in any of the episodes? Previously? No. no, of course not. He wasn't even born yet. Yeah, Riker's so. about two hundred years away. Because this is this is this is even before t- this is even before Kirk. Yeah. Wow. This is this is the Enterprise one. Yeah, the Enterprise. So the whole the show. first ever uh, Enterprise. No. Yeah, sorry, it's NX. Mm. NX. So meaning it's still experimental. It's pre one. There's a lot of experiments in Star yeah. Trek. 
So like the I last mean the whole episode, of Discovery is an experiment, but So the last episode is just Riker watching a TV show. Pretty much. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. And I then going, you know what? I've learned a good moral lesson. Wow. On this. Yeah, I remember uh, yeah, I remember watching this episode and going, What the flying fuck? Cause I like the guys. I like Enterprise. I'm sorry. Um, I, from what I re- read uh, oh, in Reddit's wars. online, uh, the first draft of the final episode was uh, Captain Archer. Uh, no, Admiral Archer in the future going back in time trying to ensure Fucking that the charter of that. Trying to solve the Temple Cold War? The charter uh, for him to be able to walk up the station, sign the charter, uh, wow. the precursor to the Federation. And then finally that gets us to Discovery. Yes. As, as a, someone who's been watching it since Next Gen. Thoughts? Um, unfortunately, I'll go with that word again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, my word is ostensibly, so go ahead. Um, there, there, there are, there's intellectual excitement and there's uh, the emotional excitement. Um, I understand that Star Trek is a fledging universe being forgotten by uh, millennials. Uh, so they try to appeal to the newer generation. So they have boom, 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 mama bam. Um, but yeah, I'm looking for something different, which I'm hoping Picard will deliver. Star Trek Picard will deliver. Do they justify the technology? They do actually. No, because okay, even how far? You, how far it- I finished second season. Okay, because even on the Enterprise, they can pull up all this data on the on the screen. Yep, and not just see one thing, like Shatner had to do. <laughs> you know, they still have. Fancy touchscreen and they have holograms. They just, you know, hey, my fun, let's not switch it on. <laughs> like, and the shuttles can go to warp. Which shuttles? The shuttles in Discovery. Oh, okay. Like, what the fuck is that about? Um, All these things, I'm just like, huh? But they. And their, their version of the CIA who've already made the badge communicators. Like, I. It does not seem that after Commander Pike, it's Shatner's rickety old fucking enterprise. The way I explain it away, maybe different from how he's going to explain it, is that they're a science vessel, so they have experimental technology. No, but you see the enterprise as well. Pike gets on the enterprise, and yes, apart from the color scheme, it looks fancy. Like, he's still got the red barriers, which to me are just a danger waiting to happen because people keep flying over it. Then like, they my, don't seem to work. Then my next but no one's got the gigantic Bluetooth. <laughs> you know? No one's using that. Captain, I see shit down this thing. Like, what the, what the fuck was that thing? <laughs> that, like, a downward periscope that Spock was always looking at, which was so ergonomically bad for the back. Like, your job is to look down this thing the whole time. Like, then what was wrong with the screen? My, my, my other excuse would be Kelvin timeline. <laughs> but it's not, is it? It's prime timeline. It's not. It's prime, it's prime. timeline. Yeah. Uh, Kelvin timeline is uh, the timeline where J.J. Uh, Abrams the movies. Oh, but it has okay. the lens flares of the no, Kelvin timeline. No, I thought. No, I thought it has many lens flares. No, I thought Discovery was Kelvin. No, because it looks very prime. Kelvin, right? Yeah. It looks like the Abrams timeline. The lens flares and sing it steady cam. <laughs> so the reason for the drop of technology is by. Uh, by by end of the uh, Star Trek Discovery, um, 
the war with the Klingon push everything to the brink, including the budget for newer uh, <laughs> <What>? Federation stations. <laughs> So they had to cut down now on fancy things such as holographic projection, um, so touch screen. So the reason no, is really is that canon? budget. Yeah. That, that, is, that is canon. Uh, they cut costs. Yes. So uh, all this fancy shit they built. That that is correct. So it's literally like like Putrajaya going. Okay, sorry everyone. Uh, Roll back. But uh, we we have to use the old Windows XP computers again. <laughs> yes, that is correct. Wow. Are you fucking kidding me? You should ask me about the Klingon Ridges thing. Oh my What's god, yes. Oh, yes, oh, yes. yes. Okay. the Klingons okay. are so in, different. Um, Shatner's uh, series, uh-huh. the Klingons don't have the, the, the thingies, the ridges. Oh, then? No, just... They, just, they just look like slightly tanned humans. Okay. So, which made everything seem very racist. So, <laughs> so what's up with the ridges then? Why did yeah. they add that? Why did they disappear? Or why, did, why were they not around for like five years? Yeah, so in DS9, uh, Worf and Gang time travel mm. back to Kirk era. Okay. Um, and they saw, oh they saw Klingons. Okay, sorry, sorry. sorry. But the original Klingon, does that not yes. look like Fu Manchu? Yes. <laughs> it's kind of racist. Okay, but yes. Yeah. Uh, the the confused DS9 staff look at Worf and say, oh, what the hell are those? Are those really Klingons? And his answer was, we do not talk about it. Um, <laughs> now, this is further explained in uh, Star Trek Enterprise where they, uh, they, uh, the Captain Archer's team uh, helped a Klingon uh, bird of prey. Mm-hmm. Um, the Klingons were trying to infiltrate humans that they started uh, meddling with genetic manipulation. So that made uh, them look the way that humanoids do. And during that time, they kept to themselves because it uh, became an outbreak, almost like a virus uh, uh, infection throughout the Klingon Empire. So, so these riches are infections. Infections, meddling no, the, with the, the lack of ridges is an infection. Lack of ridges. Ah, okay. But the Klingons that are fighting um, Discovery and later Commander Pike, uh, Captain Pike, they're very ridgy. Very ridgy. The so the non-ridges just like we're gonna sit this war out. The <laughs> they probably died. They probably killed them all. No, but then they pop up later with Kirk. Oh. Actually, in Star Trek Discovery, they haven't started with uh, human genetic thing yet. You just said in Enterprise they would do it. Oh. Uh, Enterprise, <laughs> Enterprise is after Discovery. No, no, in, no, no. Enterprise is NX01. Discovery is NC107. No, but in Enterprise they had ridges, but not as ridgy. No, but then maybe. Aha. I do have to say though the the Klingons in Star Trek Discovery they feature various clans yeah which have very different um, yeah so non-Rigi clan was like we're gonna sit this one out probably they were <laughs> they were probably ashamed uh, with uh, not having ridges on their head no but Enterprise they had ridges there was there was an episode where they uh, they, they didn't they didn't they came upon uh, a uh, uh, vessel that had no ridges. Oh, oh, to, to play in with. Okay. So as we wrap up, because yes, we've been talking many Star Trek yes. things. How do you feel, Nick? 
It's just a fucking flood of Star Trek info in your head. I'm confused by the timeline. <laughs> yes. Like, where does each series take place within this timeline? And the I can lay it out for you. But the best part of the whole thing is the fucking translator. <laughs> yes. Shakespeare. Uh, finally, before we close up, Calvin timeline. Yes. Likey, no likey. Um, I... I see a lot of potential there, um, but I don't like it just for the sake of um, you can do anything in it. How do just, you, uh, you don't have to be uh, politically correct with any of the trackers or the trackies. You can oh, do because it's a new timeline. Exactly. So J.J. Abrams can do whatever he wants in that timeline. Blow up Romulus. Blow up, blow, did they blow up Vulcan? Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Blew, yeah, the up Vulcan. Vulcan. blew up Vulcan. They blew up a bunch of planets. They blew up a whole bunch of other things. Um, yeah, so uh, that's like a Deus Ex universe where you can do whatever you want. Is that universe? exactly what all the Star Wars, fan fe- Star Wars fans felt when like, yes, all your books have now been retconned. They're all legends. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. They're 20 years, 30 years of my again. life. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> but uh, is that... Universal going on? The Kelvin universe? Yeah. Uh, they've cancelled the next installment of the J.J. Uh, oh. Abrams Star Trek. Done? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Chris Pine is out of his contract already. Oh, oh shit. Um, most of the cast are out of the yeah, contract. Yeah, because I mean, once the unfortunate, once Anton unfortunately passed, yeah. I mean, I think that was, that was the nail in the... So Plus, there's no motivation. The, the money is just not... Uh, the ticket sales is just mm. not... Would, would you watch... I know we have Picard coming up, which I'm sure you're excited about. But would you watch a Kelvin Universe Next Gen? Or would you be okay with them rebooting Next Gen <gasps> for the cinema the way they did with the Kelvin Universe with the original series? He's squirming <laughs> no. really Look. badly. Look, and if they got Tom Hardy <laughs> to play Picard. Look, the draw of uh, the original series, uh, regardless of the um, the use of old technology in there due to the budget constraint um, of both the Federation and the actual production, uh, uh, Kirk is the type of guy who does not have any problem calling going on a planet and calling them out and say hey fight me come and fight me I'm gonna <laughs> punch you guys <laughs> uh, if anyone and that's un- unfortunately not acceptable anymore uh, yeah and everyone is following the prime directive as straight as possible you know Kirk went off on every episode and said hey this is this is the bible <laughs> I'm killed from the federation <laughs> So that's a tough one. I don't know if they can politically have political correctness in that. You don't think a next gen new movie, twenty first century version of next gen, with I don't know, yeah, Tom Hardy as Picard and will we turn his data? Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> it is. Oh my god! The TNG law should continue and I do hope somehow there is a renewed sense of excitement and Ruby Rose as uh, what's her name that died in season one uh, fucking what Yara no yeah Yara uh, Tasha Yara yeah Tasha Yara yep. Ruby Rose as Tasha Yara and Terry Crews as Worf Denise Crosby yep. that's it Denise Crosby Terry Crews as Worf Idris Elba as Riker <laughs> 
Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> no, why don't you get Terry Crews be Wrecker and Idris Elba be Worf? Oh no, Terry Crews should be uh, should be uh, Robert Pattinson. What? I don't know. Terry Crews should be Robert <laughs> well, I'm Pattinson. I'm sorry, not Terry Crews. Riker should be Robert Pattinson. Ew. Yeah, no. No. I. And Kevin Hart is LaForge. <laughs> oh my God, Jordy. I and do Oprah hope. And um, Whoopi Goldberg should come back as Yeah, Guinan. just Whoopi Goldberg yeah, as Guinan. Guinan. There you go. Yeah, because she, she's the same. I do hope that they bring back um, a an onboard translator instead of uh, relying on the universal. Translator. <laughs> you like Hoshi? <laughs> you like Hoshi. someone that actually Hoshi and Uhura? Brain? <laughs> yes, Uhura will probably do a better translation of what Shakespeare is supposed to do. <laughs> okay, so we call it. Yeah, with that. <laughs> thank you for listening to a very Star Trek episode. My name is Amelia Chen. I am Nate Dorian. I'm Carolyn Baha. I'm Saman and Kaplah. Keep geeking out, yo. Kaplah, hota angkau.